0: Hello, gorgeous. Welcome back for another episode of Me Plus Motherhood. Thank you for being here with me. I'm so truly grateful. This podcast is all about rich and meaningful conversations around the mother in motherhood. And my passion is to help mums feeling a bit lost, stuck, depleted, invisible in the journey of motherhood to find their spark again, to gain clarity and their sense of self. So we delve into all sorts of conversations on this podcast to help you to shine more in motherhood and ultimately to thrive and to be healthier and happier because she who does the holding needs to be held. Today, I'm bringing you a fairly short and sharp episode, but a powerful and potent message around the use of your wor- the words, I am. Have you ever thought about these words? (laughs) If you're someone who is passionate about affirmations or uses them regularly, perhaps you will understand their power because anything that comes after I am is what you become. Anytime you start a sentence with I am, you are creating what you are and what you want to be. So, my first key point of this episode is to be very deliberate about the way that you use the words I am. And I'm going to provide a couple of examples around this. So when, when do we use the words I am? We use them when we are choosing a label for ourselves, and we use those words in everyday language, for example, to describe how we're feeling Or when someone asks us how we are, we might say, I am dot, dot, dot. And so you will use these words probably more than you think. So there's the flippant everyday use of I am in everyday conversation. And then perhaps you, when you might be filling out a form or if someone asks you, what do you do? Or if you're writing something out on paper that starts with the sentence, I am, I am, Those will be instances where this shows up for you. And I want you to begin to be very conscious in each of these instances of what you're choosing that comes after I am. So, when I began to become more aware of this and to become a real observer of my thoughts and feelings, one of the first situations where I was using I am a lot was I am anxious. So as you might have heard in my last episode around navigating burnout and the black hole, and perhaps I've mentioned it in other episodes you might have, or if you've read my book, you would know that I've had several episodes of, I called them nervous breakdowns, and it wasn't until the last 18 months that I actually became aware that what I have been managing since I was a teenager is actually a tendency towards anxiety. I have made the decision that I never say I have anxiety or I am anxious. The reason being that as soon as I say those words, even now after saying that just then, I can feel it in my body. I can feel my heart beating a little bit faster. I can feel feel the anxiety within me now I I I know that managing anxiety is a part of my life and that my anxiety is my friend it helps me to know when I don't feel safe um, I used to think of it as, as this thing that was happening to me and now I recognize that it's actually, um, Part of who I am, but it doesn't define me. And I think of it as taking care, it's taking care of me. But I'm deliberate in the language that I use around it. I say, I notice I'm feeling anxious, or I have a tendency towards feeling anxious. Um, I will not say I am anxious because as soon as I do, I am claiming and embracing all of the thoughts and feelings that come with that. Some of you may not agree with this and that's totally okay. And you will have the way that you manage this for yourself. And you might, some of you might be thinking, well, that's just denial of what's going on. And perhaps that's so, but for me, it, it works for me. It helps me to remember that I am not my anxiety. I'm a soul I'm an observer of my thoughts and feelings, and it's something that I manage. It's an overall part of my health. Um, Physical and mental health is a part of my overall health, and it's as well as managing my physical health, I manage my mental health, and that is part of that. So that's the first example I wanted to give. The second example is around the use of the words, I am busy so often, (laughs) this might ring a bell for you where you'll hear someone say, how are you? And you'll hear the person respond, I'm so busy. Perhaps you've also done this, or perhaps you do do this. Um, It's something I have moved away from. I don't use the word busy anymore. And I want you to start to recognize the use of this word or other words in your everyday world that invoke a feeling in you. Because I know when I say I am busy or used to say I am busy, it makes me feel even busier. And there's not a positive feeling in my body when I say I am busy. It just makes me feel busier. It makes me feel more overwhelmed. So instead of I am busy, you might like to choose something like I'm really well, thanks. And it's been a full week. Notice how there's a degree of separation from the word busy. There's a it's like there it separates you from the feeling, like you are the observer of that. And I like to say I'm I've I've I'm have a full life, or I have a full week, or it's been a full day, instead of I am busy because the words I am are defining who you are and what you're capable of. So be careful what comes after them. Another example is I am just a mum. If someone says, what do you do? I'm just a mum or I'm a stay-at-home mum or another one that I hear in rural Australia is I'm a farmer's wife. Now, I am all about Everyone choosing what's best for them, choosing what feels right for them. It absolutely needs to be a conscious choice of yours as to what it feels good for you and what is your truth. I don't use the terminology I'm a farmer's wife anymore, even though I am the wife of a farmer. I say I'm a farmer. I may not be out on the tractor every day. I might not be the one actually out there mustering as much as I used to. These days, these days, I'm more involved in the business side and the business management side of our agribusiness. Although I'm married to a farmer, I, I say that I'm a farmer as well because that is what I believe to be true. Um, and there is an image that comes to mind for me around being a farmer's wife and what that means. And that image might be different for you, but what I want to make a point about here is. Whatever labels or language we choose, we will have a mental image that comes to mind around it. And what I want to impress upon you is that you're carefully choosing what images you're bringing to mind on a regular basis, because those are the images you're impressing upon your subconscious mind. And what we impress on our subconscious mind is what comes to be reality for us. Remember the expression thoughts become things. So be choosing carefully around what that means for you. If you're simply saying, I'm just a mom, or I'm just a stay at home mom, or I'm a farmer's wife, or I'm an entrepreneur, or I'm a businesswoman, whatever label you're choosing, be sure it feels right for you. And I would suggest that you choose what you are growing into. So last week at a conference I attended, I was looking at the areas of my life that I'd like to improve and one of them was I'd like to be having more fun I'd like to be more fun so the affirmation affirmation I'm working on now is I am fun and that fun doesn't have to be some activity I go and find on a holiday or out there somewhere it can be right here in my home in any moment and it starts with me believing that I am fun another person on our table was choosing the words, I'm an athlete, because they are wanting to be consistently exercising, moving their body or training for a particular goal. So that starts with saying, I'm an athlete. And you might feel like a total fraud when you first start saying these things, but it's about what you're growing into. What is it that you're choosing for your thoughts, feelings, and the images that you're bringing to mind in your in, in the way that you describe yourself to others, in the, the words you choose when you're filling out a form that says occupation, and in the everyday language that you're using. Get really deliberate about what comes after I am. Please reach out to me if this is something you'd like to delve into further, if you need some support about around this. And we dedicate um, a lot of time in my Illuminate coaching program to looking at this sort of power of language the power of stories and beliefs in how it shapes how you show up in your everyday world and your self image and what you believe is possible for you who you are and what you're capable of, of is defined by your own limits i'll leave it there because i don't want to keep harping on on the same message i feel like it's a pretty simple sharp short message but something that is so important to how we go about our world and to choosing what feels good for you, what's true for you, and how you want to think about yourself. Sometimes small shifts make a big difference. Okay, lots of love and blessings to you, and I'll see you on the next episode. Okay, bye. Thank you for listening to the me plus motherhood podcast if you've loved this episode please subscribe leave a review and share with other mothers if you are on the journey of motherhood ready to reconnect with who you are find your spark again and shine your light bright head on over to benitabench.com or my handle is at benitabench on instagram and facebook to connect with me there see you in the next episode